Welcome back to the Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I have an amazing episode for you today, so make sure you listen the whole way through. Don't skip around. I speak with Inner Circle member Jason, who is 47 years old now, and his story is incredible to say the absolute least. He actually lost 100 pounds when he was younger, so he would be able to join the Marines. And then throughout his life, he perpetually lost and gained and lost and gained. And now at 47 years old, he's in the best shape of his life and also has the best relationship with food he's ever had. So I really want you to listen to this episode because Jason tells an incredible story about his journey throughout life, the mistakes that he made, the successes that he's had, the smart decisions that he's made. And at the at the end of the episode, we also talk about how he can make fitness more approachable for his son, which was a really wonderful discussion. And actually, uh, he sent me a text recently. We filmed this episode about a month ago, and uh, he sent me a text saying that the discussion we had in terms of how to make fitness more approachable for his son has helped a lot. So make sure you listen the whole way through. Jason, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Uh, To everyone listening, I'm going to stop talking and get into the episode. Enjoy. Jason. Jordan, how are you, buddy? What's up, bro? Dude, I am very, very excited about this. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Oh, man, absolutely. I was thrilled when you when you asked. That's fantastic. Well, so, all right. So before we get into it, first and foremost, I, I want to just talk to you, get to know you better. Before before we do that, I just have to read your, your post that you put up in the inner circle. I just have to read it out loud because when I read this, legit got like hair standing up in my arms. It was like exactly what... I want people to aspire to. So I just want to quickly read what you wrote out loud. And then I want to sort of dive into who you are, where you're from, what you do, and then sort of go into your story, if that's okay with you. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Thank you. All right. So I'm just going to read this really quickly. So on February 24th, you wrote in the Inner Circle Facebook group, you said, I have been a perpetual on or off eating clean or screwing up mindset guy for as long as I can remember. I'm 47. I'm talking since I was a teenager. Since January 1st and with renewed vigor since recently researching and joining the Inner Circle, I've dropped eight pounds, found a comfortable, sustainable, and energizing meal frequency. I've increased consistency with hitting my calorie deficit targets, had minimal, if any, desire to binge, have enjoyed takeout at a few of our favorite New York-style pizza and gelato with my family once a week as planned, had a drink with family or friends on occasion as planned but no desire to do so daily, even worked in a small DQ blizzard on two occasions as planned after kids' sporting events. I love that. Have a, <laughs> have a plan to enjoy two trips coming up with the family. And you know what the best part is? I like it. I can do it. It's flexible to my day, my needs, my lifestyle. My options are endless. I'm not, quote unquote, living in a box. Man, this that just blew me away. And I was so, so happy to hear it. And for whatever it's worth, that couldn't have been done if it wasn't for a tremendous amount of effort on your part. You know, a, a lot of people have access to this information. It's it, this isn't like uh, anything new or or crazy. There's not like anything magical about it. The 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 biggest factor is your effort and your commitment. So, man, I'm beyond impressed with you. And I really want to take this time just to get to know you better, hear your story, like fr- from the beginning until where you are now. I know you've worked with some other amazing coaches in the industry. I think it'd be great to hear about them as well if you're willing to chat about them. Uh, sure. I, I just want to get to know you a little bit better and get to know you, man. So please just take it from here. Tell me about you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first, thanks for that, man. That's very humbling. I, I appreciate that. Um, so 
Yeah, let's see. Um, I started out as a as a pretty athletic kid. Um, I, I played baseball all through like elementary school, junior high, into high school. Kind of got lazy around high school <laughs> um, and, and stopped playing and started enjoying food too much. Um, and, you know, a typical, it, it sounds absurd now in retrospect, but like a typical Friday night with one of, one of my buddies or a handful of my buddies was like, order some large pizzas, grab some you know a couple bins of ice cream and grab some two liters and sit down and, and watch movies and dig in you know what i mean and unfortunately i grew to like that a little too much <laughs> um so by the time i graduated high school i was five i was about five seven five eight at the time i'm five ten now um but i was five seven five eight and i i got up to 265 pounds i was a, i was a big boy had like a 40 44 inch waist um definitely okay. not yeah. not the pic not the picture of health um so one day i was like it just kind of hit me i was looking in the mirror one day and i was like man i am just done with this i i don't want to do this anymore and it, it was a year between like high school and kind of figuring out what i was going to do after that um, I grew up in a military town, so I was like, well, I was like, maybe, maybe that's what I need. Maybe I need to join the military. So I started talking to recruiters and man, you would never think that this would be the case, but they were like, yeah, we can't talk to you, man. You need to Shut lose up. a lot of weight. No, for real, for real. They like didn't um, even want to have a conversation. Nope. Nope. Recruiters wouldn't even have a conversation with me. So I talked to, I talked to the army, the Navy, um, and the air force and they were all like, yeah, no, no, you got to lose a lot of weight before <laughs> we can talk to you. And I, I, I happened to, to meet a, a Marine recruiter and he was like, he was like, look, man, here's the deal. He said, I can't do anything to get you in now. He was like, but I'll help you get to where you need to be so you can get in. I love and that. I was like, I was like, damn, I was like, all right, someone that's going to invest some time. You know what I mean? And, and I didn't know what the hell to do, Jordan. <laughs> like truly, I was <laughs> like, I, I was like, you know, I played catcher in baseball. So it wasn't even like I was a running guy in baseball and in the bases. So I was like, I don't even know where to start here. Um, so th basically they, this guy took me under his, under his wing. I, 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 I doubt he'd ever, he'd ever be, be listening to something, but anyways, his, his name cracked me up. His name was, it was, it was, uh, his name was Sergeant Threat. I think it was three, but it was, it was spelled like threat. So I was like, dude, he's this giant Marine Sergeant <laughs> Threat. And I was like, he's just a badass. I'm sorry. I don't mean to curse on you. Um, it's was, like, his name was Sergeant <laughs> Threat. Is that... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like out of a movie. <laughs> it, totally. It was, it was, but man, he really did. He took me under his wing and like, he got me motivated, told me kind of what I needed to do. And they had these, like, they called them pulley meetings, but they'd pull me into these meetings and we'd get together and do PT and stuff. So really I started like every day I, I hung a pull-up bar in my doorway. Um, I, I, do a pull-up every time I walked into my room or try to do a pull-up at first. Could you, I was going to say, uh, could you do a pull-up no, from day no, one? God, God, no, no, I would like jump up. You know what I mean? I would like yeah, pull yeah, as yeah. much as I can and kind of like boost myself up the rest of the way. And I lived on this small, like man-made lake. Um, so it was about a, a three quarter mile loop. So I, I started out just walking that every day. So every time I walk into my bedroom, I'd try to do a pull-up. Every time, you know, every morning I'd get up and before I did anything else, I'd go on this loop and I'd, I'd walk. And then slowly I started turning it into walk for a light pole, jog for a light pole, walk for 10 light poles, trying to catch my damn breath and then walk and <laughs> jog for another one. It took a while, but um, over, a, over a period of about 18 months, I lost 100 pounds. 
Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got down. Um, I had to be at least 186 to be able to go to Paris Island. Um, so I got down to 180, 85, I think, 184, probably around, this is 1993, man. I'm going to age myself a little bit there, although you said <laughs> I was 46. Um, but um, I, I went to Paris Island about 184, 185 pounds. I wow. left Paris. I left Paris Island. 140 pounds, 47 pounds soaking wet. I was no way. skinny as a rail when I left there. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I came home and my family was like, whoa, <laughs> like, who's this guy? Um, it was kind of comical. But anyway, so that was that was my first like deep dive into into that. And um, you know, I'm not sure how how far you go back to to reading magazines and stuff, but um, Men's Health used to put out an annual book, and it was kind of like the best of Men's Health for a yeah, given year. Yeah, absolutely. And and I remember it was it was that book that kind of kind of prompted me to to kind of get me going. So I, I looked to I looked to that for advice, and I just like like most people do, man. I read every magazine I could get my hands on, just trying to learn <laughs> stuff. Um. So yeah, that was, that was that I was in the Marines and then, um, I went to college, um, in college, I worked at a gym. It was fantastic. Um, and I, I went to the gym every day cause I worked there and, and I rode my bike a ton. Um, love mountain biking, love road riding, love gravel riding. So I, I've always been into riding. Um, so staying in shape in college was a breeze. Like I probably got close to the best shape of my life in college um even better than the marines yeah so in the marines man like to this day i can do like a thousand (laughs) push-ups they just you you spend so much time on your face especially in training uh running pull-ups and push-ups and and rucking like those are things that that once you've been to paris island you can just like put your head down and and get it done you know what i mean it's gonna suck you're gonna be in pain but you can make it happen um So, so, you know, I kind of diversified my, my ability after that, I would say I try, I tried to get stronger in, in all aspects. Um, but then after college, I, I got my first job and was really fortunate, had a, had a very flexible schedule close to home. Um, so I spent like, you know, I was used to working at the gym, so I'd spend like an hour to two hours in the gym every day. Um, and it, it's crazy to me now, but like I'd lift for an hour and then I'd jump on the old school stairmaster and I'd just knock out an hour on that thing, just climbing stairs for <laughs> for an hour straight, like leaving <laughs> leaving just a puddle of sweat on that thing. When I was finished. <laughs> it was so nasty, I'm sure. Um, but anyways, so that I I was I was in incredible shape at that time for myself. You know what I mean? Like I definitely yeah, yeah. wasn't like shredded or or in crazy magazine shape but for myself that was the best shape of my life um and then life just kind of got a hold of me I started a business um shortly after that um I I I got married um bought a house um my wife got pregnant with our with our son and so life just came kind of came steamrolling from a from a time perspective um my team my my time went from like all the time I had and wanted to like, whoa, I've got some, some stuff I need to focus on. <laughs> um, so slowly, slowly we, and my wife and I were really good about it when she was pregnant with my son. Like we walked every day, we exercised every day, we ate really well. And then when we bought our new house and we started renovating it, 
the the Dairy Queen reference will make sense here in a minute. Once once all that happened, we discovered there was a Dairy Queen like a block and a half from our house. <laughs> and man, I'm not kidding. In the last trimester of, of her pregnancy, I put on 30 pounds. <laughs> we were just we were just <laughs> annihilating food for that last couple months. <laughs> just going to Dairy Queen like every night. Every day, every day. They knew, they knew me, they knew me by name. It was, it was bad news. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so then, you know, after that, I was like, whoa, that happened fast. And, <laughs> and my wife, of course, she's got like an incredible, she, she just, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say that she's, she's disciplined, but I think she's got some genetics working in her favor as well. Because <laughs> I can eat half of what she eats and half of the type of food that she eats and I'll gain five pounds and she'll lose five pounds. It's, really? it's pretty, wow. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, so it's always funny. Like meals around our house are always funny. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's cool. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to not have that, but I'll have this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause she's good to go. She can do what she wants. Um, but but yeah, so then I was like, I was like, well, this isn't good, you know. I I got to get rid of this. I'm talking about the 30 pound weight gain, and of course, she lost her pregnancy weight faster than I lost that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, when when uh, when she got pregnant with with my daughter, um, which was two and a half years or two years later, rather. Um, I was like, all right, man, I I can't do this. Like, I got to figure this out, and um, she she wanted to do something too. I guess she's still, no, sorry. Let me, let me put this time frame into together. It was after, after my daughter was born. Um, I was like, all right, we got to get a hold of this. I got to get a hold of this. And she was like, yeah, I want to do something too. So again, you know, I kind of remembered what I did to lose all the weight, like before I went in the Marines, but I, I didn't have like a good understanding and knowledge of it. it. You know, my, my mom was around and cooked for me at that point. I was very fortunate um, she'd cook anything I asked her to, you know, I told her mm-hmm. something was healthy and she'd, she'd hook me up. Um, but now I was like doing it for myself, dude, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we actually, we, we went to, we went to Jenny Craig, man. It sounded like a, like a good idea at that time. And Did you know around what year this was, uh, this would have been around 2007, 2007. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and as crazy as it sounds, I made incredible progress, like it fast. And, and, you know, so what I recognize is I, I appreciate structure. I'm good. I'm good when structure is put in front of me. I'm not great at creating structure. I have opportunity there. Makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I got down to it at the same time. I really got into running in and biking again. So, I rode a couple century rides that year. Um, I was training for a marathon, got, um, got up to about, you know, the 22 mile mark from a training perspective and just realized I just really didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is just not fun. <laughs> it, it is not. It is not. So I was like, all right, I'm done with that. But but I got back down to like 174 pounds um, and, and was like to the point where my family was like, Oh, dude, you need to eat something. <laughs> like you're starting to look too skinny again. They, 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 
made fun of me like going back to boot camp pictures and stuff really um, <laughs> yeah yeah but um but I felt really good you know aside from I knew that it wasn't sustainable because I I was putting in hours of training on a regular basis um, do, do you think at that time it was it was mostly the training as opposed to the nutrition or like do you think it was a combination of the two so, you know, I remember distinctly that, that my calories at that time were started around 16 to 1700 calories a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think the deficit definitely played a part, but at that point, even, even after I was done with the, the Jenny Craig portion of that, you know, we always say we can't out train a diet, right? Well, let me tell you when you're, when you're riding a hundred miles a couple times a week, you're <laughs> you running can. 20 miles, you certainly can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but obviously, you know, that, that starts to wear on your body. So I, I kind of realized that that wasn't sustainable. So did, did that impact your work at the time? Like you were training so much, was that cutting into your work day or what happened with that? So, you know, what was awesome, Jordan, is I worked from home. Um, I owned a, a rehab staffing agency at the time with a with a business partner. Oh, and nice. so my day was was fairly flexible. Like it, it was I totally had time to like break out for a morning run. I had time to break out for a lunch run. I had time to break out for an evening run. You know, my my schedule is kind of mine to, to make for the most part. Got um, it. So, you know, I just. I just kind of worked my training around my day and, you know, there were days that my afternoon cleared up and I'd go and get long runs in then, or, you know, at the time I was just like, "Eh, I'm running. It's fun enough at that time. I'll run early in the morning. I'll run at lunch. I'll run in the afternoon. Um, Man, you were just running a ton. Yeah, which is really silly to think back on. You know what I mean? Like, what was I doing? (laughs) But, but again, you know, it got me to where I was going at that point. Um, and then let's see, fast forward a, a couple of years. Um, I, I lost both my parents pretty young. Um, they were in their sixties and I was in a car accident kind of around the same time that they were both sick. Jeez. Um, and so I had a, I had a back injury and, um, I, I, so I, my training came to just a screeching halt. Um, to the point where like, you know, there were days that I couldn't get out of bed for, for about six months. Um, really? and yeah, much pain. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I blew out like, uh, my, from, from S1 to, to L, L, L5, um, I blew out all of those discs. Um, How? And from the car accident? Yeah, I got rear-ended. Um, it was, it was a crazy story. Um, the, someone someone was not alert behind behind the wheel i'll just leave it at that um and <laughs> and and hit me i was i was stopped at a stoplight and they hit me from behind going about 30 miles an hour um so it just kind of wrecked my, my back because i wasn't expecting it you know what i mean and so it just kind of yeah, thrust me forward for thrust me back yeah exactly exactly so you know, as as crappy as that was to go through for for a long time, like it really taught me to kind of rebuild my body from like lifting up a, a carton of milk. <laughs> you know what I mean? To, yeah. To train to training on a on a daily basis, and I'm super happy to say that. What are we? I mean, it's well, it, heck, it's been it's been nine years since the accident, but since um since I was really functional again, it's probably been about six. Um, 
And it's just been six years of like constant progressive improvement to the point where right now, man, I feel like my body's pretty bulletproof. Like I, I feel the best that I've felt since I was probably 25 years old. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So it, it feels real good, man. Especially after those couple of rough years, <laughs> they sucked. I don't wish back pain on anybody. That's a different, different kind of pain. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's torture to live with yeah. pain, it, like any pain, but especially like chronic back pain. It, it's torture. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it was one of those things where there was nothing, there was no surgical intervention that it was going to help it. There was procedural intervention. So I went through like the, the plethora of all of that, um, trying to figure something out. And then I finally met an awesome, um, pain doc out of, out of Walter Reed. And he, he really hooked me up and took good care of me. So, um, he's really, he set the, set the path for me getting, getting back to normal life. Um, Do, do you know his name by chance? Um, oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I just wanted to give credit where, where it was no, due for, but no, if you don't, I, that's okay. I, no, I, I want to as well. Um, if, if you want, if you don't remember it now, you can tell me and I'll put it in the show notes so people can, can go find it when we're done. I totally will. Cause he, he certainly deserves it. He was fantastic. Absolutely. Um, I'll do that when, when I write the show notes. Okay, cool. That's great. I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I think I try to block out portions of my life. there. <laughs> it's, probably, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably with that. It's definitely not intentional. He was a great dude. Um, so yeah, I, I've kind of been on this path to, to just get myself stronger. And so I really kind of stopped focusing on the weight aspect of it for some time. I was like, I just, I don't, I don't care about that. I just want to be healthy. I don't care about that. I just want to feel good. Um, and, and at some point I'll get to the point where I can focus on that again. So, so over the last three years, I'm, I'm kind of back to that point. I'm like, all right, now, now I feel really good. Now I'm really functional. Now I'm, I'm probably as strong as I've ever been. Um, now, now I'd like to look good on the beach. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> now I'd like to take it to that, to that next step. And so kind of as a, as a joke, but you know, serious at the same time, I'm like, dude, I want to be just in the best shape of my life when I hit 50, uh, it's three years away, two and a half years away, sadly. Um, but I, <laughs> I just, I just want to be in really, really good shape when I hit that. So, so that's kind of been my search over the last couple of years. Um, I, I want to give credit for sure where credit is due. I, um, I was kind of, I, I'm, I'm a perpetual program hopper. I'm a perpetual diet hop, hopper, as I mm. mentioned in that, in that, um, that, uh, post. And so I was like, you know, I just, I need to just buckle down. I need to figure out who I'm going to follow, what I'm going to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to dig in. Um, so I, I was reading a ton of stuff by by everybody on the planet. I, I love Pavel's stuff. I love Dan John's stuff. I um, oh, but those, the, are, the, those guys are the best. Those are those are the guys I grew up on, man. They're fantastic, man. I love it. Um, and you know, I dabbled a little bit with um, with starting strength. Um, so I was just kind of bouncing all over the place, and then I started reading a ton of of Jay Ferrugia's stuff. He's and big fan. man. He is incredible. And I loved his focus on longevity from a strength training perspective. Mm. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to commit, I'm going to commit to a year of, of following his programs. Um, so I, I joined his, his renegade strong program. Um, and, How, and you like that, right? Loved it. Loved Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. 
um, it, it was great. And I, I did, I, I, I like without fail, I can, I committed to a year and completed every single training session for a year with him. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. And my strength, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely the strongest I've ever been right now. And, and I really credit it to, to him for kind of driving me in that direction. Um, and, and, you know, giving me the programming that, has kept me healthy, has helped my back and, you know, really, really helped me push to that next level. So mad props to Jay. Um, He's also just to, to briefly interject, aside from just being a really great guy, phenomenal coach, he's one of the best speakers I've ever, I've ever seen. And I actually, I shared the stage stage with him just before the pandemic started, maybe like a uh, month or two before we were, we were on like a panel and, uh, and it was so it was so interesting because we're all sitting on the panel. There are several of us there, and uh, there wasn't really much structure to it. There were just like I don't know, a couple hundred people in front of us, and the guys were just like, "All right, here's the mic. Who wants to start?" And yep. Jay just grabbed the mic. He just grabbed the <laughs> mic and he just started going like without anything prepared. He just started riffing off, and I was like, "This guy's awesome. Like he just Dude. he doesn't give a fuck, and he <laughs> he's just he, like he's just he's super articulate. He's well spoken, very smart, really kind. I I'm a huge fan of Jay. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic, man. And talk about just drive and just grit and determination. That guy's discipline is oh, yeah. next level. Absolute yeah, next for real. level. It's funny because, um, like, you know, when I when I hear him talk, I'm like, man, there's that level of discipline. And I'm like, I had that when I was in the Marines and I had that for a long time after. I don't know that I have the desire for that level of discipline anymore, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I just but, don't know if I have that fire yeah. anymore. <laughs> but man, I, I, I have mad respect for it. Mad respect for him. Um, so, yeah, I, I did that. And I, I still follow his stuff i i like it a lot um i've i've deviated a little bit from the program um and and i'll get into a little bit more of that um but basically my my son is 16 and um he's he's interested in in fitness and starting to get interested in strength training but is at 16 he and i have like very limited amount of time together um in the gym and so I'm trying to find a fun, quick, efficient, effective way for he and I to train that I keep him engaged and entertained. Mm. And so I'm, I'm kind of in a, I'm in a, um, kind of a, a problem solving, brainstorming process at the moment of trying to find the best mix for, for us to do together. Um, totally different sides of the spectrum, right? He's 16, like bounding with hormones, like ready to blow <laughs> up. And I'm, for, I'm 47 and like pushing to hold on to everything I possibly can and just <laughs> trying to get better every day. Um, so yeah. So anyways, I use a ton of Jay's principles and I think I always, always will, but I, I have deviated from, from plan a little bit um, in the last couple months just to try to get my son better engaged in, in, in fitness Nice. Um, yeah, which is, it's awesome, man. It, dude, these, these kids too, he's a big boy. He's bigger than me. He's, uh, my son's six foot. I'm five ten. He's six foot already. He's and already six feet at yeah, six years old. Jeez. At 60, yeah. He's a big guy, big guy. And so, 
you know, we're out in the gym and like the strength gains that he makes in just a couple of months, I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, this is incredible. His, his natural testosterone is just on the rise right now. It's just like, it's just exponential going up until he's like 18, 19, 20. So he's, totally. he's taking full advantage of his natural <laughs> or a growth process right now. Good for him. Exactly. Yeah, man. So it's, you know, um, but trying to trying to find something like like 30 minutes like how are we going to bang out the most we can in 30 minutes to make this effective and and functional for him so playing with that so i I might pick your brain on that a little bit yeah i would Um, love that that's great cool that's great and then um uh chris tutella i'm not sure if you are are familiar with him but i saw um, you wrote his name in the email but i i don't know him by name yeah, so Chris, um, Chris is out of um, Clark, New Jersey, and he runs a uh, runs a gym called Tutela Training Systems, um, and he has this program called the Lean Sob and Lean for Life program, and it's a it's a nutrition kind um, program and and just an overall kind of I, I would call it guidance. He gives like really incredible guidance from a nu- nutrition perspective. So same same deal. I was like. I'm committing to a year. I want to see what I can learn in a year. And I, again, given, given mad credit where it's due, like Jordan, I went from having a drink or two a night, most nights, like without much thought to it. Um, not eating whatever the hell I want, but like eating, eating much more flexible, flexibly than, than I, I would like now at this Mm -hmm. point in my life, um, to, you know, I, I decreased my, my alcohol intake by like 60% last year. Um, I, I went from eating, you know, eating out in the city and not, not eating salads on a daily basis, but, (laughs) you know, eating out and grabbing burgers and chicken sandwiches and subs and stuff like that on a daily basis to, you know, now it's a, it's a big ass salad every day for lunch, you know, and like lot, lots of, lots of good progress there. Um, so, you know, I've really appreciated that over the last year. Um, a lot of, a lot of groundwork, I would say, um, the one thing that I, that I recognize that I, I have some trouble with though, is, um, is being like super, super disciplined in something, you know, I've, 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 I've got a wife and we love to, we love to have meals together. We love to go out to eat together. And when you're, when you're on a strict program, that's, that's challenging to do. Um, and or, or so I thought, right? <laughs> um, so I, I was, I've been struggling trying to find some kind of balance there. And, you know, that's kind of where, where you come into the picture, Jordan, is I've, I've been paying attention to your stuff for a good, good couple of years now. Um, and I was like, there is not a thought that runs through my head when it comes to nutrition that I can't type in Jordan Syed's name and that comment and he doesn't have a video <laughs> talking about it. I was like, it's incredible. So man, I can't even, I can't even count the encyclopedia of your videos that I've watched over the last two years. I think I've probably hit just about everyone. Um, that makes me super happy. And I, I also love that, you know, you do the, all right, name topic, Google search, you'll find <laughs> totally. like anytime people are like, do you know, have thoughts on this thoughts on this? I'm like, if you type my name and that <laughs> phrase, you'll find it. It totally <laughs> will. <laughs> Yeah, let me emphasize that to to the crowd. You definitely will. <laughs> definitely will. <laughs> um, 
so you know i and and what i what i really appreciated about your approach is that that you that you do maintain so much flexibility and so much kind of real life you you need to enjoy it uh you need to enjoy the process in into your content um and you know I think, I think at the same time though, you're you're more than willing to to share the harsh reality that look, you do have to dig in though. Like this doesn't just happen. Like exactly, you've got to you've got to be disciplined. You've got to be dedicated. But you know, I think that I, I'm no longer looking for a quick fix. Like I, I've, what we're we're two months from summer, right? Would I love to be in crazy shape? But would I would I love to to make sure that I've got some time to to enjoy nights out with my family and enjoy nights out with friends in the meantime? And if that if that you know slows me down a a, a couple of weeks as a result of that, those are the memories that I'm going to care about when I'm 80 years old. You know what I mean? Hundred so, percent. Well said. So thanks, man. So yeah, that's that's kind of where I am. Um, that's a that's a long history there, Jordan. <laughs> dude, no, dude, I love this. You know, it's. One of the, I, I love social media. I, I love, I love many aspects of it, but I've been saying this a lot recently. I love the podcast. And one yeah. of the things I really love about it is that I get to speak with people like you and just hear your story. And I, for whatever it's worth, like the, the, the comments, the emails, the messages, the reviews that I've been getting on the podcast about stories just like this have been like overwhelming in the best way possible, because I think there's it's one thing to listen to uh, a professional who their entire life is fitness and they've always loved fitness and they're also genetically gifted and they're super low body fat and they're jacked and they love working out. It's another thing to to listen to people who their life isn't fitness, that they've made it a part of their life. And, and so I want to thank you for number one, being willing to come on and talk to me, but number two, for being open and honest and taking the time to tell the story. And I, I, I know for a fact you could have went on for six hours. Like there's a lot that you sort of glazed over, but I think that there's a lot to be, to be taken from your story. And, uh, I appreciate you, man. I mean, this is, this is incredible. Um, I, I would like to know in terms of, in terms of your success with nutrition over the last couple of years, um, mm -hmm. I know you you said you were at a point where you were being a little bit more flexible than you'd like, and, and now you've you've developed a better relationship. You have a better idea of what works for you nutritionally. Could you just talk about that? Like, what has really worked for you for sort of finding the balance between too flexible and not flexible enough? Like, wh where is that balance for you? Sure, sure. I I think really it's. One of the biggest things that's that's changed my approach to it has been monitoring my consistency. Um, when when I say that I was being too flexible, I was being totally inconsistent. Not not in my head, not intentionally, but in actual practice, I was being very inconsistent. Um, when I look at that on, on paper, when I really start to track it, even now, Jordan, when I when I'm when I'm when I feel like I'm I'm quite dialed in. I'm struggling for that 80% mark, just mm. being on it, just being honest yeah, with myself. I appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, you know, uh, some of the big things are like, I, I wasn't focused on, on earth grown foods. You know, I'd throw in some vegetables here and there, I'd throw them in a smoothie or whatever, but like they weren't a staple in my day. 
Um, <clears throat> I was, <laughs> I know you make fun of this all the time and rightfully so, but I was like, I was like, dude, should I really be eating this banana after my training or is it going to make me fat? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's, <laughs> there was always those kind of, kind of thoughts going through my head where now I'm like, hell no, man, those micronutrients that are in that apple, that banana, that orange are, are great for me. So I'm going to have it. Um, you know, instead of having, um, a sandwich every single time I go out to, to lunch, which I, I live near and work in DC, like there's restaurants everywhere, you know, so it's all too easy to grab a fabulous lunch somewhere. Um, but now I'm like, cool, I'll, I'll grab lunch, but, but I'm going to grab a salad of, of some kind mm-hmm. and, and I'll keep my focus there. Um, and, you know, opening myself to the idea that, all right, there's, there's great salads out there. Like enjoy it, like actually <laughs> give them a shot. And all of a sudden it's not like, Oh damn, I'm having a salad for lunch is, is not the response every time. Um, I, you know, another thing that kind of naturally evolved from, from trying to explore and find, um, healthier, better options from a lunch perspective at work are, um, I now walk around the city. So, I, mm. I worked in the same office, Jordan, for five years before I saw a six block radius from that office. <laughs> it, it's it's absurd. <laughs> I would drive in, I would park in my garage, I would go to my office, I would walk to the hospital, I'd walk back to my office, I'd do that a couple times a day, and that's what I saw of the city of where I worked. Um, whereas now, like I I make sure to take a couple extra blocks when I have to walk over to the hospital or I, you know, at lunchtime, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to grab my salad while I'm out. I can eat that while I'm, while I'm on this call. Um, so I'm going to take 35, 40 minutes to, to walk while I'm out here and, and, and grab my salad, my salad on the way back to the office. Um, so that, that's been fantastic. Like my stress level, holy cow. Yeah. Is, is, wow. Um, like plummeting down compared to when I used to just sit at my desk, um, and or in meetings all day. So that that's been a nice transition. Man, that's an interesting point. That you've noticed that as you've just been able to get out of your office, your workspace and walk a little bit, you've noticed your stress actually decreasing. Incredibly, incredibly. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of a data nerd. So I, I wear and track <laughs> a, a garment all the time. And um you a garment, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- Explain it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's got this thing called a body battery on it, and it's got kind of your stress level. Um, and I'm not sure. I think it's based on HRV. Um, I, I don't know all the science behind it. But um, when I started walking on a on a daily basis, especially at lunch, um, I saw my my stress level just never exceed like 32 in a day, which before it'd be running up in like 47, 50, 55. Wow. Um, now it just doesn't, it doesn't budge. It, it hardly ever goes over like medium level of stress. Um, and it has a body battery function too, which I think that really, I think that uses HRV kind of gives you uh, an idea of how, how recovered you recovered you are. Um, and that has improved significantly since, since I started walking on a daily basis. Man, that, I'm so glad you said that because this this is I, I know you've heard of this all the time. Like mm-hmm. the cliche saying is high stress makes it more difficult to lose body fat, which it does. Yeah. Like high stress, like for any number of reasons, not least of which 
just practically speaking, if you're stressed out, oftentimes you'll end up eating mindlessly, you'll end up sure. moving less. But I mean, it, just something as simple as getting out and walking for a few minutes can reduce your stress. Well, obviously the walking is helping towards the energy outside of the equation, not to mention if it can reduce your stress over the long term in terms of just your, your actual physical stress, you end up feel better, you feel better, you're not as inclined to be stress eating, you can make better better food choices. I mean, that's that's a really, really cool piece of data to be aware of. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's been a game changer on multiple fronts. Like, so I, I definitely don't consider myself somebody that has like a, a drinking problem, but I enjoy having a drink. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very experience, um, driven guy. I, I, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but yeah. I, I, I enjoy the process of, of making a good cocktail. I enjoy the process of like making a good coffee. Like that's as it, so I used to think that I that I wanted that end result, but I've come to realize that it's the process that I enjoy more than that end result. Interesting. Um, so that's a, that's another thing is when I get home, like I'm like, huh, I could totally make a drink, or you know, my wife and I could take the dogs for a walk, and I come home feeling just as good as if I had <laughs> sat down and made that drink and enjoyed that drink, you know. So. So it's, um, it, it's been interesting on different levels as well. So, and, and my wife laughs at me because for years she loves walking, loves it. And like I said, she can, she could drop pounds, just, she could drop pounds just <laughs> by going for a two block walk. Um, but I was always like, ah, it's not enough exercise. Ah, you know, I, if I'm going, if I'm going to spend that time, like I should run, like that was always in my head. And now <clears throat> it's funny. We walk most days of our life. And I'm like, listen, I owe you a big apology. <laughs> I, said, because I was such a dumbass for so long about that. I was like, I should have been walking with you the whole time. I was spent so many miles running or on a treadmill or on a Stairmaster. I was like, I could have just been out enjoying the world and enjoying a walk with you. So it's kind of kind of funny. She's like, yep, yeah. yep. I'm glad you came around to that. <laughs> what a great lesson, though. It's like so many people feel like exercise is something that they have to torture themselves through. And of course, like exercise, not, it's not all supposed, it's not going to tickle. Like there's exercise, it's going to be difficult, but not all of it has to be excruciatingly difficult and you can enjoy much of it, especially walking with your husband, walking with your wife, whatever it is. Like, I, I love that, man. That's amazing. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, it's, it, it sounds cliche as well, but this is a beautiful world we live in. You know what I mean? So taking mm -hmm. taking the time to just get out and see some sunshine, catch a couple couple sunsets, look at the trees. You know, it's it's cool. Um, definitely, definitely, highly recommend everybody. <laughs> Man, I, I love that. Dude, I, I want to make sure that if you'd like to, we also talk about workouts with your son since that seemed like something you were, you were that was important to you. If you want to talk about that, uh, is that something you want to dive into now? Yeah, if you don't mind. I, I have a couple questions for you, actually, if you don't mind. Um, I, I do mind. Let's just hang up right now. I'm, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> so one one of the things, if if you don't mind, before we get to that, um, the one of the when you're when you're setting goal calories, because I'm I'm definitely more focused on on the deficit now. Like I said, I'm finding myself to be about eighty percent um, from a compliance perspective, and and I I recognize that fully. Um, do you, when so 
I'm I'm 205 right now. I'd I'd love to get back to I feel like the best shape that I've been in, and I'm a little bit I've got more size now from a muscle perspective than I did then. I think like 185 is probably where my goal is. So I've got about 20 pounds I'd like to lose. Okay. Um, when you're when you're using the um the targets from from the Unicorn Strong Challenge. Yep. Are you setting that in like micro goals? Or are you setting that from a big picture goal. So should I be using 185 as that goal or should I be kind of saying, all right, let me hit 205. I mean, 200. All right, let me hit one. That's a great question. That's a great question. And this is a really, really common question. And and there's no, there's no definitive right or wrong answer. It really depends on you and what you think you're going to respond best with. So, so here's what I say. If it, if you want to, if, if, if you decide, Hey, I'm just going to go straight to 185, mm-hmm. then obviously with that goal, because it's a lower weight, then you're going to have fewer calories, right? Yeah. It's still yeah. a totally sustainable number of calories, but it's going to be fewer than if you say, all right, I'm going to start with 200 or 195, right? So yep. generally speaking, your weight, your rate of fat loss will be faster. If you start with your ultimate goal weight, um, gotcha. If you want to, then you could do a sort of a micro goal and your rate of fat loss will be slower, but you'll have the the luxury of being able to eat more calories. Um, So it's really up to you. For me personally, what what I do like for myself, if I'm, if I'm cutting weight for a jujitsu competition or if I'm like, for whatever reason, I'm trying to lose weight personally, I just go for the ultimate weight. I think- one of the reasons I've done that is just because I've never gotten to a point in which I had a lot of weight to lose. Like I've never gotten up to 300 pounds or something like that. And, and I, you know, sure. I'm five foot four. So if I was 300, that would be very, <laughs> that'd be a lot of body fat. But right. so, so I think generally speaking, if you're relatively lean, you're relatively close to your, your ultimate goal weight, I would just say, go there, just start with that. On the okay. other hand, if you have a lot to lose, then I would say having micro goals can yep. be very beneficial from the practicality of it so you don't have to reduce so much and also from the you you see yourself achieving those goals over time which can be very motivating got it got it that makes perfect sense perfect sense okay so you wouldn't you wouldn't see 20 pounds as as too big of a goal to just go straight to the straight to the goal weight I mean, for me personally, no, but it's really, if you wanted to say, I mean, if you wanted to start with the halfway point, like 195, Mm -hmm. then that would totally fine. That would still, you'd get to eat more calories and, uh, you'd definitely be in a sufficient deficit to lose body fat. So it's a hundred percent. What do you think objectively you will respond better to. Um, so that's for, and for me, you know, it's funny. I think a lot of my friends would laugh if they heard me say this. I'm, I'm just a very, like, I don't like numbers. I'm not good with math, which is why, like, I have this way of calculating calories that is just so unbelievably simple as opposed to so many other, the other calculations. So if like four to six or eight weeks into my cut, I've got to change the numbers. I get upset. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to deal with all these different numbers. Just tell me from the beginning and I'll go with that. So Mm -hmm. that's why I like that. But if, I mean, you're a data guy, like if you like numbers, if you like to see how you, how you respond to different numbers throughout the process, then you can definitely go like, uh, at the halfway point and see how that goes. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes a ton of sense. Ton of sense. And I, I think like if, again, if I'm being objective with myself, 
if I look back, I'm, I'm only hitting my goal about 80% of the time. So I, that's, that's where I need to focus my energy. I need to not worry about the data, just focus on getting that consistency. Smart. How are you tracking your consistency? Are you using the calendar? I am. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Dude, I, I don't know if you know, we're, uh, we just had an app update on Monday, but in about four weeks, there's going to be another inner circle app update with the consistency calendar on the app. So like oh, there's, nice. it's going to be on the app. So I don't, I don't know if you're just using a regular calendar now, but we're super excited because, uh, it's going to be on the app so you can use it directly there and it will track all of your progress and, and you can actually see the data over time on that. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I use a, I use a journal right now and I kind of track it in there on a calendar, but no, that sounds really good. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Like, I'm definitely a data guy, but one of the one of the things um, Chris helped me out with this last year is I just analyze the hell out of everything. He was like, Jason, <laughs> you are making this shit just way too complicated. <laughs> like, you just gotta chill out a little bit. So, um, like, every I, w- I was I was talking about my walks at lunch. I I really would actually turn on hike on my Garmin for every 20 minute walk I took at lunch. I was like, this is just silly, man. What are you doing? So now I'm like, just pay attention to like your steps during the day. Come on. <laughs> Good. So you're sort of like calling BS on yourself. She's like, all right, relax. We're just going. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, awesome, man. Um, so yeah, let's, let's chat about my son. Um, and I working out for a moment if, if that's let's good. It. Let's do it. Um, so, you know, when, when I, when I first, um, came over and started looking at the inner circle. I looked at the unicorn strong challenge and I was like, Oh, this is, this is great. Um, and then when I tried a couple of the sessions with him, it was just a, a, a little bit too, a little bit too long, a little bit too much, maybe. Um, yeah, makes total. They're, they're definitely, uh, they're not 30 minutes. They're, they're closer to 45 right. to 75, depending on how long your warm up is for sure. Yep. Yep, exactly. So then I was like, all right, well, I could definitely, I could definitely see both of us kind of enjoying a quick, a quick, dirty, you know, 30, 30 day burn. Let me take a look at the, at the um, metabolic meltdown. And I looked at that and like day three, he was like, dude, we're just doing too many different things. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. He's smart. I was like, all right. (laughs) So so what I kind of, and then I started kind of looking back at some of, some of Dan John's stuff and some of Pavel's stuff from before as, as well as Jay's stuff. And I'm like, all right, how can I, how can I simplify this? So what I, what I found Jordan is that we both do, especially together from a schedule perspective, um, we do well with higher frequency, but less time in the gym. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so if, if we have like 30 to 40 minutes where we can get in and get some strength in and even get a little bit of conditioning in. And I, I know that's a big order. Um, then, then that's kind of the ideal situation. So what I, what I kind of landed on was, um, was a push pull program. Okay. Um, instead of like a push pull legs, um, it, it, neither of us, I'll just be honest. And, and again, Please be honest as well. If you're just like, dude, <laughs> suck it up. You just got to do it. Um, but we we both prefer kind of a full body type workout. So okay. I thought I thought that we would do better on a push pull so that we've got that lower body component in those in those sessions as as dude, well. That's super. I th- I thought you were about to say honestly, we just don't train legs. No, case, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey Jordan, Mr. Strongman Deadlift. I don't I don't train legs, dude. I don't. <laughs> I, I know I know you can deadlift four times your body weight. You know, I can't. I, I don't even touch the things. <laughs> no, no, man. As long as you're 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 training your your everything, then you're good. A, a push pull split, I'm totally fine with. Um okay. it, how many how many days a week is it? Is it four days a week? So th- that's kind of what I'm what I'm toying with. Um, is if, if we're doing 30, 30 to 45 minutes, you know, is, is four days going to get us what we need in that amount of time? Um, and are are we getting enough sets like per body part for that, um, in that amount of time? Mm -hmm. So it it, basically like, I'll, I'll give you yesterday's, yesterday's example. Um, he's, he's working towards, towards pull-ups, chin-ups, but not able to do that yet. So we did um, trap bar deadlifts. We did. Um, I did chin ups. He did uh, pull downs. Uh, we both did um, dumbbell bent over rows. Um, did some some hammer curls and kettlebell swings, and we were out. Like that nice. was our that nice. was our training session. Five exercises okay. in and out. How long did that take? Uh, it took us probably thirty. No, the, actually, that session took us less than twenty five minutes. Took Got us it. like 20, 20, 25 minutes. And it was three sets per exercise. So we we only did two actually. We did two. Um, we're we're going a little bit heavier on those, so we're doing sets of between five and eight on those. Um, so we're we're doing two um, in in the in the effort to try to keep that time down. Got it. Um, you know it, the other the other component that I'm that I'm trying to make sure that that I that I fulfill with him is is becoming consistent with it and for myself and maybe i'm maybe i'm imposing this on him but i have difficulty with a three day a week program because it's it's not enough for me to become consistent with does that make sense i'm 100 percent with you i prefer yeah so what am i doing on those other days oh i'll sit on the couch (laughs) (laughs) you know i I don't want to do that so so I was I was tossing around the idea of of, um, of four days a week, and then I was tossing around the idea of push day, pull day, rest, push day, pull day, rest, and just kind of repeating that cycle. That way, we're getting five in every calendar week, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah. So I think I think that's great. Uh, another option here mm-hmm. is and, and I, I literally think what you outlined is phenomenal another potential option here is um having if you want one day just mm-hmm. one day specifically devoted to uh you could call it a, an accessory day or you could call it a fun day um okay. and i mean i know one of the best things that i've done with with high school especially high school boys and college boys is uh, just having like one day where it's like a 20 to 30 minute session, just all based around the stuff that they find like have fun with. Sometimes it's curls, sometimes it's shoulder stuff. Sometimes it's like some obstacle course stuff, like strongman competition style. We would just make it up and like, and do like a time, like, okay, we're going to sit, hit the timer and see who can complete this obstacle course as quickly as possible. And the obstacle course might like, you might start with like five swings and then from five swings, you go to five pushups and then from five pushups, you go to five bent over rows and then you do broad Mm -hmm. jumps, like just something fun just to like get them excited and sort of out of the gym. Um, other, other boys were like, yeah, I just really want to do arms and shoulders and back. 
back and just get a pump and like right. generally keeping the weight lighter, more higher reps. So they're not stressing their CNS, but like they're, they're still getting a pump in there that they really enjoy. So if you wanted to have uh, a couple of days, like push pull days, like three to four of those that mm-hmm. are probably heavier, they're going to, yep. they're going to be the majority of your, your performance enhancement, the majority of uh, your muscle growth, the majority of you really taking advantage of him being 16 and testosterone peaking, <laughs> just like really getting the most benefit at, from a muscle growth and strength and performance perspective on those days. And then yep. having one day where it's just like, Hey, let's go have some fun. Like, let's make some stuff up. Let's have a blast, do some farmers carries, do some chin-ups, do an obstacle course. That's always been great, I've found, especially with parents and kids, because yeah. it, it takes the the seriousness out of it and it allows you like to have built-in fun. Got it. Got it. That makes a ton of sense. That and, makes a lot of and sense. And I don't know if that's what you were looking for, but that's that's definitely one thing that I've found to work really well. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that idea a lot. That's cool. Like, cause that keeps it fresh, but keeps us, keeps us focused on the basics as well. And yeah, exactly. And you get the, the majority of it's going to come from the push pull split anyway. Like I, I like sure. the push pull split, as you know, in the inner circle, I do more of an upper lower, but yep. I, I do like the push pull split. And, and the other thing is on that fun day, um, are, are you more mostly designing the program? Are you coming up with it? I'm assuming he's not writing it, correct? No, I am. I am. So it might be fun on the on the fun day to just like sit down before I, I don't know if you have a whiteboard or whatever like or on a piece of paper just say like hey like what's your what's your top three favorite exercises like what do you like the most and just and put it in the obstacle course or put it in the day and you don't even have to do an obstacle course you could just do more of a density circuit day where you set the clock for twenty minutes and see how many reps you can get in of five different exercises yeah I call, I call that like a scavenger hunt workout where you yep. pick five different exercises or four different exercises and and you just try and hit as many reps as you can of all of them within the certain time frame. Um, so it's just for me, especially with kids, high school, college is just, we need, we need to make fitness fun for them, but also need to make sure they're seeing the results. So if every day is just a fun day, it can, they might not really be, be tracking enough data. So I I do think having the, the push pull split as the, the nucleus of your program will be the best. And then having one fun day is just going to be something to really look forward to. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. And do you think, so if we, let's, let's say we're doing push pull and we're getting that cycle in twice in the week and then we're doing the, the fun day. Um, <clears throat> do you think we should be pushing to, to three sets per, or do you think two solid sets is, is gonna, is gonna be enough for him? You know, I think, um, I think here's, here's where it comes into play. I would say yep. something is always better than nothing for sure. Yep. Um, yep. if, Here's where where I struggle. Here's why my mind is like sort of having a battle right now. It's because sure. from a muscle growth and strength perspective, volume is overrated. It's uh, volumes become this huge big thing where like you need more volume. It's intensity is really the driver, and by intensity I mean how heavy you're lifting. Yep. The the issue I found though is is oftentimes in people's quest for intensity, is they they go way too heavy, way too quickly. And they end up hurting themselves. So I I think there has to be a balance between volume and intensity that we find that middle ground. And I've generally found three sets to be the best for that in terms of you can use your first working set as just another warm up set, if that makes sense. So so it doesn't you don't need three 
high intensity sets. I think two, one to two high intensity sets is plenty. Just get another warm up set in there at maybe like 50 to 70% of what you're about to work at. To, so you get the volume in, so you warm up and so you, you lower the risk of injury. Got it. Got it. All right. That makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Good stuff. Does, <clears throat> does that like, is it seem clear? Like, does that, does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense, and and makes me makes me feel good that I'm that I'm on a on a good path there. Like I said, like looking for programming for myself, like I'll I'll dig in and and do it and make it work. But I want to find something that's that's enjoyable for him long term to really get him excited about it. So perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I love that man, no, and I love that this is something you guys are doing together. Um, I think this is something that he'll probably remember forever and he'll always look back on it and there'll be really cool memories to have with you. And if you want, I mean, for me, of all the gyms that I always worked at, interned at, trained at, and the gym that I would hope to one day have, uh, I just, I want a huge whiteboard with like all of the records there, right? Like, like, so if you have like a, you know, the whiteboard, chalkboard, something in the gym and just, you know, squat, deadlift, chin up, push up, uh, you could have whatever, I mean, curls, you could have whatever type of record you want, but making a record board is, it's really, really fun to have and to, it's number one, so you can track the data, but I think more importantly, just so you, you can always, there's a, a little competition there with yourself and everybody else there. Yeah. I, I found the record boards are a really great thing to have. I love that idea. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it's easy to get lost in the journal, right? Like, Oh, what, what did I do six months ago? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. something to be said for this chalkboard whiteboard. It's up for everyone to see. And, and when you go and you, you erase the previous record and you write a new one and it's there, there's like, there's a lot of, uh, of happiness and confidence that's instilled there in every gym I've ever worked at that's had it. And in my own gym that I definitely will, like whether it was Westside Barbell, whether it was a, a kettlebell gym I worked at when I was 14, whether it was yep. like Eric Cressy's gym, like they all have these boards and the, the common denominator is just seeing how much harder the people work, both the men and the women work to get on that board. And when they do eventually get on it, how, how happy and proud of themselves they are. It's, it's really, really fun. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's great. That's really good. All right. I'll definitely do that. I think he's going to enjoy that too. It's funny. He had, he had some friends over to outside, of course, um, to watch some March Madness. We, we set a screen up outside and, afterwards they, they my my gym's in the garage so they were taking turns going in and they were trying to lift and he was like it was it was nine guys and he was like dad there were only two of us that could do this <laughs> like, that's awesome, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> guarantee you guarantee you when you have the record board in there they're all yep. going to be trying to beat records like all i love it yeah that's fantastic <laughs> That's great. You're, yeah, you're man, gonna I, like wake up at like two in the morning to weights just <laughs> crashing down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the house I've always wanted out there, man. <laughs> That's I love it, man. Well, this is this has been a blast, man. Th- thank you so much for for being willing to speak with me. Um, it, it, do you have any other questions? Is there anything else that you you wanted to talk about? No, man. That that was great. I I really appreciate it. I wanted to also just give give a big shout to the to the inner circle community like everybody is so welcoming and so kind and just so supportive on there it's even even just on the periphery it's it's been fantastic to see everybody interacting on there so you know really really good props to everybody out there for that 
Thank you, man. And make sure yeah. – uh, I'll remind you when you get off, but make sure you send me the name of, of the pain specialist you work with so I can put him in the show notes just for people to – and so he can also get credit where it's due. But um, I totally will. Totally they, will. Thank you they, for that. This has been a blast, man. I, I hope you know if you ever need anything, you, you, you've got, you got my number. You know where to reach me. Like anything you need, I'm always here to help. Yeah, Jordan, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you for taking the time, and thanks for showing the interest. That was, that was a really cool invitation. Of course, man. Have a wonderful day. Give your family my best, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. You as well. Take care. Bye-bye. That wraps it up for this episode of the Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. Jason, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. To everyone listening, if you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. And if you would like to join the inner circle, you can do that at the link in the show notes. The new app is absolutely incredible. We launched a brand new update today with the new consistency calendar on there, which is very interactive. So if you're an Inner Circle member already, you can get the app in your members portal. If you're not a member, you can join at the link in the show notes or at www.sfinnercircle.com because only Inner Circle members get access to the app. It is not in the app store. It is a special mobile app that you can only get if you're a member, and I promise you, you will not regret it. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon.